Hi everyone, my name is Mike and you're listening to The Vulnerability Project. My mission is to get men talking. The power of vulnerability is not to be underestimated. When done in the right environment with the right people, talking about what's getting you down and what you're battling can potentially be life-changing. I've experienced the power that vulnerability holds firsthand. My aim is to encourage you to tap into your vulnerability and find that safe space that allows you to feel heard. I believe that vulnerability should be seen as a superpower and not a weakness. I hope you enjoy listening to this and that it inspires you to reach out and share. Let's get the conversation going. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Vulnerability Project, the podcast. (laughs) This is my very first episode, and um, to be honest, I don't really know what I'm doing, so please excuse me if the sound is crap, if the editing is crap, if I'm crap. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just bear with me, because I'm very new to all of this. So, uh, my name is Michael, uh, or you can call me Mike, that's kind of the preferred name. Uh, but out of mind, Mike, Mikey, Michael, whatever works for you. Um, and I, the reason why I started the vulnerability project was, uh, well, was because I, over the years and especially recently, have learned how powerful vulnerability is. So I've been going through a lot over the last few years, and it's kind of all come to a head during during the COVID nineteen lockdown as I'm sure it has for a lot of you. And I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> you know, I, I, I always have wanted to start a podcast. I've never really known what on. I just love the idea of them, and I listen to a lot of them. And I thought, well, hey, why don't you start a podcast based around being vulnerable? Because it seems to be such a, a big word for me at the moment. Um, why not just create something that can help other men and that really is the crux of what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to empower other men to express themselves and to know that it's okay to be down. And not only is it okay to be down, but it's okay to tell somebody if you're down. And the way I plan to do that is just by expressing my own stuff and bearing my own soul on, on here for all of you to listen to with, with, with hopefully the, the goal of and the result of of even if it's just one person reaching out, whether that's to a friend, a family member, a professional, even a stranger, whatever it is, as soon as you open that gate and you take the, the, the first step to saying, hey, dude, listen, I'm, I'm really struggling, uh, it's, it's a, it can only go up from there. And I hope that you all enjoy. I hope that you get something out of it. I hope that you learn something from it. And I hope that it, it, empowers you in some way or at least gets you thinking about it and i hope you enjoy the ride thank you for joining me and uh yeah i hope you enjoy the episode so for the very first episode i'm going to be tackling a very cheerful topic and that's sadness and the importance of being sad this is based on a blog article that I wrote a few months ago with the same title. And the reason why I've chosen this as the first episode is because I believe that it 
really clearly sums up what I'm trying to do with the vulnerability project. And that is encouraging people to feel and show their emotions. So, yep, you heard me. I want to talk about sadness and I want to talk about why I believe we should learn to love it and why I believe it's an incredibly important tool for emotional growth. Sadness is one of the four basic human emotions, along with happiness, anger and fear. It's also an emotion that we avoid feeling at all costs. We hate to feel sad. We are, as a society, especially as men, taught that feeling sad is a sign of weakness. I can only speak from my own experiences, so to avoid generalizing, I'll share my own journey. So I've always been a a sensitive guy, the type of guy that kind of, you know, feels everything, enjoys sad music and all of that. I'm not saying that I went around crying and everything, but I was just one of those deep thinkers or old souls, as I've also been called. It was always a quality that I quite liked about myself, to be honest. But growing up in the society that I grew up in, I was taught that men aren't meant to be sad, men aren't meant to be sensitive, men are meant to be strong and resilient. And this this wasn't something I learned at home. Uh, in fact, you know, my family tend they 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 encourage that that sensitivity in me because it's it's a beautiful thing. Um, but it was something that I learned and was exposed to at school, in the media, from films. I don't need to go into all the, the details. We all know that the media portrays men as being strong and powerful and in charge and the protector. Um, and so as a young impressionable boy, that's what you feel like you should be like. So I did what every young impressionable boy would do. And I suppressed that sensitivity. I pretended that things that upset me didn't upset me. I I laughed off playground bullying and pretended to not like sad music. But as you can imagine, in the long run, that didn't really do me any favors. Suppressing those emotions just made me anxious and unhappy. It made me wonder why the hell I was like this. Why couldn't I just be normal? Why was I such an intense, deep guy? And why the hell was I behaving like someone I wasn't around people I didn't care about? I was and still am very lucky to have family and friends close by who don't care and just know me as as Mike, the deep, sensitive dude that's into music and art. So as I grew older, I stopped caring so much. However, that doesn't mean that sadness is an emotion that doesn't make us uncomfortable as a society. Let's be honest, it's not pleasant being around a sad person. Well, at least that's what we're told to believe, that nobody wants to deal with that, especially in places like the workplace or a social gathering. So what do we do? Well, we keep it in, we hold it in, we don't express it, we distract ourselves from it. But do we ever ask ourselves why being sad is important, why it's okay, why do we get sad? When we allow ourselves to feel sad, we learn so much about ourselves. As I have grown up, I have really seen the value in sadness and I almost enjoy it. Well, no, I do enjoy it. I know that sounds miserable, but bear with me. I'm about to explain why. In my... uh 
blog article which I wrote a few a few months ago um, on on this topic on on the importance of sadness. So so yeah, here it is, and and you'll be able to find this on my website, which is the Vulnerability Project all hyphenated dot com. Uh, so this is the importance of sadness, and I hope that I hope you enjoyed and that you can learn something from it. Who wants to feel sad? Surely no one. Why would anybody want to feel sad? Doesn't that usually mean that something bad has happened? That somebody's wronged you, hurt you, disappointed you? We are socialized to just get through things or toughen up. So it makes sense that our first inclination would be to avoid experiencing sadness in order to be resilient. But sadness is an incredibly important human emotion. But we live in a culture that values positivity over sadness. Besides the grief that I've experienced with the loss of my mother, Many other times where I have felt a level of sadness, I've wondered why. Whether someone has wronged me, said something nasty to me, whether I've read a sad story, felt used, left out, whatever the case may be. I've questioned the validity of that sadness and questioned whether or not I was being oversensitive. I questioned it instead of allowed myself to feel it. And to acknowledge and fully embrace sadness teaches us a lot about ourselves and how we identify with our surrounding environment and everything that it encompasses. For a long time I, I felt no happiness. I almost forgot what it felt like to be happy. To smile genuinely, to laugh wholeheartedly. And during this period, sadness served as a reminder, telling me that I was alive if it weren't for feeling sad, I would have felt entirely numb. And because I allowed myself to really feel that sadness, and I continue to do so today, I have learned so much about myself. I've learned how to look after myself during those low moments. I don't always get it right. <laughs> In fact, a lot of the times I don't get it right. But I've built habits and tools in order to manage I've become more empathetic and a better listener, and I've become more sensitive to other people too. It's there to protect you and help you in the same way that all other emotions are. Don't deny yourself the ability to feel sad. By doing so, you're denying yourself a truly beautiful part of yourself. I've got to say, as I wrap this up, it was really interesting for me to, firstly, to write that when I wrote it, but also to to speak it out loud and then to hear it back, because emotions and sadness, especially, is something that we don't speak about as a society and we get uncomfortable with, and I don't really understand why, <laughs> because something as natural and as human and as uncontrollable as emotions and Feeling sad when we really have a fucking right to <laughs> should not be something that we as a society feel really uncomfortable talking about and dealing with. 
And on that note, if there's one thing that I hope you can take away from this, it's it's to just to become more curious about your emotions, all of them. Because when we feel happy, we don't question it, do we? We go with it, we embrace it. And I know that that's a no-brainer because feeling happy is great and feeling sad isn't great. But feeling sad is trying to tell you something. It's trying to, it's trying to tell you something about yourself. And I really would like to encourage you to find a healthy way that you can express that emotion, whether it's through art, whether it's through music, whether it's through writing, whether it's through, uh, I don't know, there's so many ways, talking, that's one of my ways, as in case you ever noticed, as I'm a verbal processor, I, um, I have to kind of get it out there and, and share it. And And by doing that, you are respecting yourself and you are respecting what you are what you are feeling and bottling up emotions is, is just not um, in the long run it's not going to do you or the people around you any good so yes let's please just become more comfortable with all of the emotions as a society I know that's a very big ask but um, if you just begin to be get, become more curious about about the way that you're feeling um, maybe it can be a step in the right direction. So before this turns into a long, a longer rant, um, I would like to wrap things up by saying thank you very much for checking in on my first episode and for for sticking around and listening. I hope you got something from it. I hope it uh, gave you some food for thought. And I look forward to doing this again. I actually really enjoyed the whole process of putting this together. Again, I apologize if if my editing is un, is is subpar, but bear with me while I figure out this platform. And I look forward to to sharing with you next time. Until then, stay safe, everybody, and keep talking. Mm-hmm.